Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Monday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. Our reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, remembering you in our prayers, unceasingly calling to mind your work of faith and labor of love and endurance and hope of our Lord Jesus Christ before God our Father, knowing, brothers and sisters loved by God, how you were chosen. For our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. You know what sort of people we were among you for your sake. In every place, your faith in God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves openly declare about us what sort of reception we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to await his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, the Lord takes delight in his people. The Lord takes delight in his people. Sing to the Lord a new song of praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in their maker and let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let them praise his name in the festive dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord loves his people and he adorns the lowly with victory. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy upon their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats. This is the glory of all his faithful. Alleluia. The Lord takes delight in his people. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You lock the kingdom of heaven before men. You do not enter yourselves, nor do you allow entrance to those trying to enter. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You traverse sea and land to make one convert, and when that happens, you make him a child of Gehenna twice as much as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, if one swears by the temple, it means nothing, but if one swears by the gold of the temple, one is obligated. Blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that made the gold sacred? And you say, if one swears by the altar, it means nothing, but if one swears by the gift on the altar, one is obligated. You blind ones, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? One who swears by the altar swears by it and all that is upon it. One who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. One who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who is seated on it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. For more than 20 years, the reality show American Idol has captured the heart of America. Even those of us who don't watch it find that we are oddly aware of it, as its contestants so often find their way into casual conversation among friends. With the fickle taste of the American public, why is it so popular after all this time? A clue to the mystery is in the title, Idol. In a real way, we really do idolize those on the show, especially the winners. We want to be them. They are normal people with a dream, and the dream comes true. That story never gets boring. In today's rating, one verse in particular intrigued me. Uh, St. Paul says, For our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit with much conviction. What is Paul saying there? 
So often we think of the gospel as a story to be read rather than a model to be lived. Paul wants to shake us out of that notion. Let's look at what Paul says just after that, some of which was for some reason excluded from today's lectionary selection. Paul says, You know what sort of people we were among you for your sake, and you became imitators of us and of the Lord, receiving the word in great affliction with joy from the Holy Spirit, so that you became a model for all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For from you, the word of God has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and in Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. Paul and the disciples who were with him in Thessalonica captured the hearts of the people there by their way of life, not just with their words. Their example was so powerful that the church there itself became a model of Christian discipleship. That's how the church grew and grew rapidly, despite all the obstacles in her path. Is the church growing like that today? Sadly, we know the answer. And the growth of mass communication has increased the public profile of the church more in its failures and sins than its successes. It may be unfair in a sense, given all the good the church has done throughout history, but from a practical perspective, people don't look for idols in the past, but in the present. We, the church, do indeed have a beautiful legacy to be proud of. But what can we say about our current state? That's why our engagement, our active involvement, is necessary. I can't promise you that results will be apparent in our lifetime, but if we believe in the church's mission, we have to fight for it, just like Paul did, against the odds. Remember, every American Idol winner started out as a regular guy, too. And there's nobody more regular than me and you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me.